0: Radio Pulpit, 657
1: AM. We're talking uh, gifts of the Spirit, uh, talking gifts of the Spirit. We're going to be focusing on on the book of Mark, chapter 16. And um, and just earlier on in the devotion, I was talking about how this verse impacted my life in a phenomenal way in my younger days. And I'm glad that uh, we're continuing uh, that conversation um, right here uh, with Pastor Bonzai Shonga. How are you doing, sir?
0: I am blessed, I am blessed, I am blessed, Um, and I'm I'm excited to be here.
1: Oh, thank you so much for giving us your time. I am so glad we're talking about this, right? I'm I'm glad we're talking about it on on so many levels. And I know, (laughs) I I don't know you, are you a scholar? Are you like a a religious scholar of of note? Because I was just reading, I'm reading this Mark chapter 16. And, you know, the footnotes there talk about how some manuscripts end at verse 8 and 9 and how other manuscripts have the rest of the verses included. Uh, but I'm of the view that if it's in here, God clearly must have wanted it in here, um, which is why we're reading about it. But I, I'm looking forward to it because a lot of us don't understand this part of our Christian faith. You get a a, a certain group that don't believe in it at all. Um, maybe because of these footnotes, or just generally what they 've um, decided to believe, and i 'm sure they have good reason for it um, and then you get another group that believes staunchly um, in mark chapter sixteen uh, from verse fifteen, and maybe it may be worth it to read it before we talk about it um, and then just just um, learn a bit more. It says here uh, mark chapter sixteen verse thirteen. I'll start at verse 14. Later, Jesus appeared to the eleven as they were eating. He rebuked them uh, for their lack of faith and their stubborn refusal to believe those who had seen him after he had risen. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons they will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. And then verse 19 says, after the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was taken up into heaven and he sat at the right hand of God. Then the disciples went out and preached everywhere and the Lord worked with them and confirmed his word by the signs that accompanied and there it ends. Yeah. Um Amen. Amen. With an amen. Amen. So yes. I I I'm yeah, I I don't know where to begin. <laughs> My question so um, I'm I'm going to hand it over to you and then the conversation will flow from there.
0: Yeah, I think I think you know there is a fear of of um anything otherworldly uh-huh. um, there's a fear of anything that does not sort of fit within our scientific explanations yes I was about to say and and you know the the problem with it is that um, we can't av- avoid the supernatural We can't avoid the supernatural at all because, and as believers, we can't avoid the supernatural because, for starters, our faith is based on the resurrection from the dead.
1: (laughs) That's true.
0: Right? We believe in a Jesus who actually physically died, was actually physically buried and has actually rose from the dead so you know we, we uh, I don't know how some some quarters or some um, areas of our faith feel that it is possible to have a a a a faith that's devoid of believing in the supernatural mm. and and you know so but let's get into it from the Word of God and let the Bible speak for itself yes right so the first thing is that um, that signs and wonders we see we see it here hmm signs and wonders a natural outflow of the preaching of the gospel indeed signs and wonders are a natural outflow of the preaching of the gospel
1: so it's not only now, for certain for certain ministers of the gospel and not others
0: and i think i think this is this is this is where this is where um This is where the confusion comes.
1: Mm.
0: Now, Now, maybe let me start by saying a distinct no. Signs and wonders, or maybe let me say three things. Number one, signs and wonders are not a proof of individual superiority. Okay, Okay. signs and wonders are not a proof that someone is superior to others. Mm -hmm. They are not a proof that someone is more special than anyone else. Mm -hmm. Signs and wonders are not a proof that someone is, is, is not even human. Number two, signs and wonders are not a proof of a spiritual office. And I'll give you a scripture for that, why I say that. Signs and wonders are not a proof of a spiritual office. Okay, now, you've just read the scripture. Mm -hmm. It says, These signs shall follow them that believe. Yes. These signs shall follow them that believe. Mm -hmm. Now, and then they went and preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them. But now, if you remember... Uh, that this was not the first time that jesus gave this which we call the commission mm-hmm. he gave it to the 12 at some point and at some point he gave it to the 72 and this is where i'm coming to now mm-hmm. now you you may feel like i'm not i'm not like a 12 like <laughs> uh, so i may not be in a special ministry office mm. but i'm sure you're a 72 because these are 72 nameless guys we never hear about again. Mm-hmm. And I believe they represent just the average believer in the body of Christ, that these signs shall follow them that believe. So no, they are not just for ministry offices. I believe they are for all who believe, because all who believe are called to share the gospel. Yes. All who believe are called to tell someone about Jesus. That makes sense. And it is a natural outflow of talking about Jesus that you probably wanna say, Can I ask the Jesus I am talking to to do something about something in your life? But it's actually that simple. This is how Jesus this is how Jesus expects us to preach the gospel. Most times we think of the gospel as going to win people's minds to Christ. Yes. But we weren't sent to win minds to Christ. Mm -hmm. We were sent to win hearts to Christ.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, the difference with this is that often we go out to debate the gospel with all men (laughs) when we were told to go preach the gospel, to proclaim, to declare. Mm-hmm. And i believe I believe this is something I learned let me let me tell you a story
1: mm.
0: I'm thirteen years old i uh, am sent out from from a group that we had in school to go preach the gospel. This is what they said to us. They said, "Go tell people about Jesus,
1: yeah,
0: tell them you believe in Jesus, and then tell them what you believe about Jesus, and then ask them if they have anything because you would like to talk to your Jesus about it. Mm. And then after praying for whatever it is that you've just told them about, then ask them if they would like to receive Jesus too. Hmm. Now, let me repeat this. This is what we were instructed to do. I was 13 years old. I never forget, and I'll tell you what happened. We were instructed, go tell people about the Jesus you believe in. Okay. Ask them if there's something that they need, because you would like to talk to your Jesus about it. Mm -hmm. And then after that, ask them if they would like to receive Jesus. Now, here's the thing. This is now a preaching. It's a proclamation. Right. Because I'm coming to you saying, I believe this.
1: Mm.
0: And... This comes with love. But can I demonstrate love? Because if I am going to put my faith, my concern, my prayer behind something that's bugging you and not bugging me, I have just demonstrated love at the highest level.
1: Oh, wow. Now,
0: most, most times believers, the only time they think of really showing love is if someone is hungry, you give them food. And that's true. Mm. But now you'll remember Peter had someone who was asking for for money, and he says, silver and gold have I none, but what I have, can I give that to you? And I think one of the biggest hindrances for the average believer is that we are averse to go and telling people, I believe in Jesus. Do you have a problem? Because I want to take it fully to my Jesus. Here's the difference. When we do this, we win hearts.
1: Oh, wow.
0: When we debate the gospel, we, we, if we do win, we win ahead. Because the first one says, I'm going to demonstrate love. I often tell people, they ask me about praying for the sick. They say, what if they don't get healed? Yeah. And I've often taught believers that this is where you miss it. You miss the first greatest gift out of which even answers to prayer flow is that you are too focused on God and worried about whether God's job happens or not. None of (laughs) your business. You can't heal anybody. You never healed anybody. Yeah. But you do have power to love people. Yes. And you do have power to say, listen, there's someone I believe in, and I am going to carry your burden with my full faith, with my full love to the one I believe in. Hmm. That, that in itself is a greater gift than what the outcome is. Now, we go in faith, believing for the outcome, but what many people miss is that the greatest gift in the world is to have someone come to me and say, can I take your burden to the one I believe in, and I'm going to take it to them with all of my faith. All of my focus, all of my passion, I'm going to put into taking your burden to the one I believe in. Just the prayer itself is what wins many people before even knowing, before we even get to what happened after you pray. And sure. so, so signs and wonders, no, are not for special people only. They are for every believer. These signs will follow them that believe. So let me tell you what happened when I was 13 years old. Yes. So I went to a garage. Mm-hmm. Found an old man. Mm-hmm. I stuck to the script. I told him, uh, "Can I please tell you about Jesus? Mm-hmm. I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for me. I believe he was buried, and because of that, he took my sins. He took my uh, uh, my my evil. Took the punishment of my wickedness. He was buried and he rose from the dead. And I believe now that I'm a new person because." Because Jesus took my sins, and now God listens to my prayers, because I'm no longer sinful. God doesn't listen to sinful people; He listens to good people. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything that I can bring to my Jesus? See, this is this is what we call preaching the gospel. I think often what people want to do is they want to go and have a discussion and prove things. That, and so I said, "Do you have anything?" And he says, "Well, I've got a pain in my back." Yeah. I say, "Okay, I believe Jesus." Uh, listens to me, and I believe your response. Can I please talk to him about it? He says, sure. I said, can I put my hand on your back? He says, sure. I put my hand on his back. This is me at 13 years old. Mm I put my hand on his back. I say, Lord Jesus, you are alive. Take this pain away as I call your name. I say, in the name of Jesus, pain goes. He turns around. He starts looking for the pain. Can't find the pain. He starts bending in every direction. He (laughs) starts bending in ways that I think you are going to now cause a new pain (laughs) because you're going to (laughs) hurt yourself now. He starts bending in every direction. And then he says, the pain is gone. I say, yes, because the Jesus I was telling you about who is alive, who, who, who I believe in is alive. Do you want to receive him? Oh, man. Grown man, grown middle-aged man, kneels down in the street in front of a 13-year-old. I say, okay, I didn't even tell him to kneel, but he just did. He says, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, come into my heart, I receive you. He stands up, gives me a hug, runs into the garage. Cut the long story short. Few minutes later, I am standing in front of the whole staff of the garage telling them about Jesus, who died for their sins. A few minutes later, the whole staff of the Caltech's garage at Windsor, that's what, East, at Windsor East, opposite where there used to be a spa, the whole staff kneeling down in front of a 13-year-old receiving Jesus.
1: What? Now,
0: I was not a pastor. I was mm. not. The only thing is, I, I, I thank God that I was taught to preach the gospel, not explain the gospel, not debate the gospel, but preach the gospel, and this belongs to every believer. Now, this is what has happened. Because believers have not been doing this, and we have the advent of media, and then we've had people with super boisterous, glamorous over-the-top personality making this seem like it's a secret thing just for them and 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 it's a proof of superiority this shows that I'm above every other pastor in the world this shows that I'm above every other human in the world in fact this shows that I'm the only one in fact we'll even start comparing the size of the miracle Oh, you, <laughs> you got a flu healed. I got a flu times two healed, right? So now, oh, you walked on water. Well, I'll walk on air. And so it, it became a whole thing where people have started to think that what is supposed to be a general demonstration that Jesus is alive is now a sign of somebody special, which means what? every other believer then backs off. Yeah. Because you kind of think, oh, no, I'm just Bono you know. I'm not above everybody. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm a child of God, but I don't think I'm above other children of God. And so what happens is then people like me and you who are too humble for this this proposal then just rather think I step back from signs and wonders. So no, signs and wonders, are something that follows believers. Wow. Jesus sent out the 72 nameless, faceless disciples. Mm. He even had to send them out two by two because they had no authority to to stand on their own, right? It's like, go two by two so you can argue on the way and say, you talk first. No, I talk first. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you talk to this one. No, 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 you talk to him. No, I'll talk to him. Come on, Jesus said we must do it, so let's do it. He had to send them two by two because these are just normal chicken disciples who wouldn't have done it on their own. And he says, you go two by two, but he says to them, this is what you preach. And I want to repeat this for your listeners and and and, and for all who are listening to this. is Preach the gospel like this. I believe in Jesus. I believe he died for me, he rose from the dead and he's alive and he lives in me. Would you mind if I can take a problem of yours to my Jesus? Here's the thing, nobody says no. Yeah. No. Even the one who doesn't believe, they yes. like well, yes, Yeah. Yeah no. <laughs> I need I someone mean, to solve it. <laughs> hey, you know, it, you know, it's better than nobody trying anything. I've had the problem anyway. Yeah, and 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 I, and I think I've seen I've seen so many testimonies uh, with people who are even atheists mm. who who break because you're not coming to them saying you are wrong for not believing in God. You're sure. coming to them saying I love you enough to take your problem to my God. Right, and that's so easy to follow because they think, listen, my non-existent God. Has not made me want to take up other people's problems mm. your God, whom I did not believe in, had you bring pure compassion to me sure. to take my problem to him, and the greatest part about about praying for others, whether it's the sick or lacking, is that they get to experience the love of God yeah. And that in itself becomes the greatest preaching of the gospel. Rather than let me tell you, let me convince you of what I think because you think differently, but I can convince you, that's not then we're not preaching the gospel because we're not demonstrating.
1: Mm. We are
0: debating. So signs and wonders now coming back. Signs and wonders then by nature are a normal part of preaching the gospel. Because if believers are getting used to going and Praying with people who need things. Praying for people's issues. If at work they get used to the fact that if you have a problem, brother so-and-so will get on his knees and cry out to his God for you. It won't be very long yeah. that they're all following you to church.
1: Oh, man.
0: But what happens is believers have been taught to debate the gospel and then oh man, no one gets saved from that or start telling you, Oh Ah, you mean this book written by white people? Yes. <laughs> then you're like, No, no. It's not like that. It's not you <laughs> see, it's because you you're debating the gospel, you're not preaching the gospel. The same person, if you had asked him and said, Listen, I'm available for you. What troubled you, my friend? You know, I believe in Jesus, right? It's not about you, it's about me. Yes, I you don't have Jesus. to believe. I, I'm saying I believe. I believe he died. I, <laughs> you must just agree for me to take it to Jesus. That's all. That's how when Jesus sent out his disciples, he says, if they receive you, they receive me. Sure. Right? Because often we, we go to tell people about Jesus in the cosmos or somewhere. Not about Jesus in our lives. But remember he said, he said, after the Holy Spirit has come upon you, you will be my witnesses.
1: Mm. Now,
0: a witness means I am connected to this. I saw this happen. Then I'm a witness, right? Yeah. Now, the people in court don't have to have been where the crime happened. Because I'm a witness. I saw it. And I'm telling them what I saw. Mm-hmm. It's about me. And my experience of it. So, preaching the gospel is literally, every believer listening get this, is going to people, telling them who you believe in, and asking them if you can take their problems to Him. That is what is called making disciples. Mm. Oh, man. Uh, we- Because the average atheist, the average person who's bitter because of a bad experience with religion, uh, the average person who's got their own things that they've been indoctrinated with, Mm. usually has no problem with, are you saying you're going to try some solution to my pressing need? Absolutely. Thank you. I may not agree with you. I may not like what you're basing it on, but my heart will be touched by the fact that you care enough about my problem to take them to your God. And here's what happens. Any time that you do that and a solution comes, guess what? What would have taken 50,000 conversations is done in a second. That is so true. ...is done in a second. Now, I went out 13 years old, 13 people got saved in a second, kneeling in the street on a pavement before a 13-year-old boy. You bet those people were handing over their lives to Jesus. You you bet those people were not responding to a nice piano and a nice build-up and the emotion was right You bet those people were just saying, whatever it is, I'm running with it. But it's because I came in love. Okay, so we're supposed to be talking about signs and wonders. Ah, but before we
1: do, before we do, wait, wait. You have said so many good things. I want us to mull over this and let it sink in. We're going to go to some music, Tasha Cops with Jesus Saves, a fitting song. And then we're going to continue this discussion. Please don't go away. Oh, this is so good. I I just I I sense freedom <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> yeah, please stay Amen. tuned. Amen.
0: Hear the word and renew your life on 657 a.m.